Success for Life. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Um, today, we're going to be talking about uh, Canonical and Ubuntu. Uh, because, for those that don't know, I actually had spent a lot of my early time on Linux using a spin of Ubuntu or multiple versions of Ubuntu, multiple flavors. Uh, because I started out on uh, Zubuntu, if I remember correctly, because I had a little uh, desktop that didn't have a lot of power under the hood. So we ran something like uh, Zubuntu under the recommendation of Bob. And um, that was my first experience with the, uh, Zubuntu. Uh, but that leads into today's main topic. Uh, earlier in the week, so actually, I'm just going to say on Thursday of last week, uh, the 23rd, at the time of recording, it would be uh, Thursday, uh, in an article posted by the Register, the title of it is, literally, By order of canonical, official Ubuntu flavors must stop including Flatpak by default. Now, I believe that this was an attempt to push Canonical's own package manager called Snap. Um, it is a way for you to install applications like Firefox, OBS, uh, Kden Live, I believe that's the video editor that's on Ubuntu Studio that I just can never remember the name of. Um, so applications like that, even Steam has a snap. Um, it works a lot like Flatpak. But going back to why I think that's the case is they've been pushing snaps more and more. And the flavors of Ubuntu, the official flavors, so not including like Mint or whatever the unofficial flavors are, that aren't officially, I don't know if I should say backed, but aren't endorsed by Canonical, they can still have Flatpak support enabled by default and put into their operating system. Um, something like Ubuntu Studio, if you actually read the article, Ubuntu Studio is listed as one of the distributions that has to remove Flatpak support by default in the upcoming 2304 uh, interim release. Um, and again, this is kind of my opinion. They're pushing it to, they're pushing snapped or snap because they want to get more users onto that platform. And, you know, I don't agree with the move because I like actually giving users a choice in how they obtain their uh, applications or their app images because, let's face it, each platform has its own problems. For example, um, Flathub or Flatpaks have a weird issue where they won't be able to run certain graphical applications. I had a weird issue with Steam, and then I downloaded RPG Maker MV, which is built for Linux. It can run on Linux. 
I had an issue where I tried to build out a prototype where I was testing uh, various options and seeing if certain things were possible. Not only could I not test it in engine because it wouldn't uh, actually bring the uh, it wouldn't open the player it also wouldn't build the game in the file location that I had specified. Like I was looking through my files and it just wasn't working. So I was kind of like I was kind of frustrated about that and I do remember going good lord I spent four hours trying to fix it. I ultimately went with uh, the Linux distro that I was using at the time, their default package manager, or in the case of Endeavor, the AUR, which is the Arch User Repositories. Um, but like Bob has cited in the past some noticeable performance differences from the, if you're on Debian, it would be a .deb file you know, it would be a .deb file if you're on Debian like I am. Um, he said that Snap was noticeably slower, so he closed the, you know, Firefox and just got the .deb uh, installation, and he said that ran a lot faster. Um, when I kind of try to compare and contrast. Uh, Snap and Flatpak, I don't know how Red Hat is advertising uh, Flatpaks to anyone. Like, I don't know if they're pushing it hard on, you know, Fedora or various RHEL based Linux distributions, but I do know that Debian actually allows you to have both, and well, Peppermint at least, allows you to have snapped or I, I say snapped but it's snap and uh, flat flat hub flat packs installed so that that's always nice to have a bit of variety I think you can even have gnome uh, the gnome software store installed as well so you have various options on peppermint at least it probably is the same across all of the Debian distributions I can't say for sure but I kind of posed a question to Bob uh, when I found out, because he's actually the one that originally brought it to my attention, that what if Ubuntu just decides to remove Flatpak support altogether? And he's like, well, they can't do that if they're on Debian. And part of me is kind of thinking maybe they'll go and create their own base. Who the heck knows? I, I could definitely see them doing that to get users to switch solely to their uh, package platform. Um, and he's probably right. I wouldn't know for sure because I don't look into this stuff as much as, as he does, but I... When I heard the news, I was kind of like, 
okay, but why are they forcing the other flavors to uh, remove flat pack support? I actually sat and thought about it, and I think to like Peppermint actually used to be an Ubuntu-based operating system up until Peppermint 11, which is this release that I am using. Uh, Peppermint 10 was the last Ubuntu uh, base that they used for Peppermint. And um, I don't remember why they switched, and maybe someone can, can clarify in the comments, but I think it was a better, you know, they had a more consistent release window, I guess. Um, I, I don't know for sure, and you can do your own research on that in the uh, interim of the, the podcast releases, but um, it's definitely interesting to see, like, the differences in, you know, user base. I know we went from talking about flat uh, Flatpak versus Snap to the differences in, like, in Linux users and their, uh, you know, their feelings. I know when I talked to, to Bob, he was very, he was very uh, not happy with it. He was not happy with the, the decision. Um, and they haven't removed it completely. You can still add in the uh, flat pack support manually, which is not all that hard to do. Um, Flathub actually, and yes, I'm saying Flathub now in reference to the website. Flathub actually has an install guide for Ubuntu and Ubuntu systems. Um, and it's, it's interesting. Again, going back to the question I posed to Bob was, would they, you know, try to phase out Flatpak support entirely? And he's saying they won't do it because they're on, you know, they're on Debian. I don't think they can, I don't think they can do that. I don't think they can just cut out, you know, Flathub support, or Flatpak support, sorry. But that also got the question for me that I'm going to pose to you, the listener, is for those that use Linux, do you foresee them going to their own code base uh, in later releases? Or do you think that would be too much time and work for them? Um, the reason I, I, I think it's it could happen is because it's canonical. They're a big company. Uh, Red Hat Enterprise Linux, RHEL, is what Fedora uses, and Fedora is RHEL's testing ground. So I, you know, a lot of it is, are they going to switch from, from Debian to their own code base, or are they just going to say, you can't have it supported by default in these distributions? Again, it's a question I don't necessarily have the answer to, and we probably won't for quite some time. If that is the case, I'm I wouldn't be surprised. I could I could see them doing that if they really wanted their users to use snap packages. 
and you know I could I could see Jess or Bob I'm sorry uh, you know saying of course they would but I don't think they would he, he, he has told me he doesn't think they will because uh, they're using Debian as a base and Debian is like really stable it is one of those you don't really have to upgrade it much uh, which means you know you really don't have to up update uh, a Debian system all that often and it's not hard to do you just run one command and I've aliased everything but going back to the point of I'm actually going to take some time to reminisce about like when I first started using Linux Ubuntu was on the top of this is a distro I recommend for those starting out on Linux. And now, from what I've heard, it's not even in the top five distros. They're recommending something like a Debian or a flavor of Debian, like Peppermint, Spiral, what have you. Um, and Ubuntu is fine. Um, but I always call it the Windows of uh, Linux because and people will say you can do a minimal install and you can in vanilla Ubuntu um, some distributions that use Ubuntu as a base do not have that option but you can do a very minimal Ubuntu install and It, it does free up the system a lot and you can kind of make your own customizations to it but in the end you still have to use snap packages and if you try to remove them it could break your system and people are like it doesn't take that long to replace the system it takes five minutes to reinstall it well I am one of those I don't want to reinstall an entire system and then have to set everything back up because there are some people that if the system does have issues and let's say they didn't back up you know their their uh, data whether it be a bash RC or whatever they wanted to back up you know they would have to set everything back up and then try and tweak the system to the way they had it which could take a while so I could see people not wanting to do that with their Linux systems yes it doesn't take long to set up a system um, I was showing Raven you know how to set up a system the other night and I said the longest part is the install that's the longest part of the entire process uh, because most systems have a graphical installer um, but yeah that doesn't take very long unless you're uh, using arch then and only then would I say I would disagree on you know setting up a system uh, and that was in unrelated to question that Raven actually had the other night while her and I were talking she was like why don't you why isn't the one user account 
an admin? And I go, it's security purposes. And people would argue there's no harm, and there's a lot of harm. There's actually a lot of harm in running in Ruby. And I would disagree if people are like, well, it makes it easier to do things. That's what sudo was designed to do. Sudo gives you elevated privileges. And that's that's all I do when I need to update my system. Literally, my bash alias is both sudo apt. Like, my bash alias for my updates are sudo apt upgrade, and, or sudo apt update and sudo apt upgrade. The reason that you can't just run apt update and apt upgrade is they want the elevated user privileges. And pe I could see where people are like, oh, I just should run root all all the time and it's like but you shouldn't because you leave yourself open to attacks and you know you could easily brick your system and it's just security it's it's a long and complicated thing for me who doesn't really you know understand the Linux operating system's uh, hierarchy of security. Um, and I really should. I feel bad that I don't, but it's it's one of them that my brain is like, why don't you understand this? Um, but personally, you know, and for those that don't know, Raven is amazing. And she had her first glimpse of of Linux because of me because I would literally show her around my setup and sweetie if you see this I love you um, and it's always interesting like when she asks me questions and there are some questions I don't know the answer to so I go to Bob who has been running Linux for a long time he is now running Slackware um, which is interesting in itself um, but personally you know going back to Ubuntu because they're pushing snaps so heavily I I don't recommend it because not only do they use the apt package manager they also use snapped or I say snapped but it's snap they use snap so then you have to remember two different update commands you have to uh, remember sudo apt update and sudo snap refresh which is basically doing the same thing but their but for their specific app packages and here's the thing they're kind of forcing you in a way to use snap in ubuntu and for people that want an example try you know installing something like oh i don't Let's say you try to install Steam, which I don't remember the exact command for. Or you try to install, let's say, let's say their minimal distro or their minimal install removes a uh, web browser. So let's say you try to install Firefox. It will say there is no release candidate for. Firefox 
but there is a snap available. So they're trying to, you know, they're going to push you towards using five pack, or not five pack, snaps if you don't want to. And that's what I don't enjoy about Ubuntu, is you don't really have much of a choice. Um, in mainline Ubuntu, there's Mint, which is based off of Ubuntu, which has Flatpak support, and you could use uh, Apt all on itself. But it's one of those, Ubuntu doesn't give you that freedom of choice anymore. Ubuntu is pushing you towards using Snaps, and I I just, I can't, I don't like snaps. I think using them are a bit, it's a bit tedious in terms of, uh, you know, how they work and how you update them and how you would remove them, really. And people say, well, you're bitching about maintenance. That might be the case, but for me, I also like just having that choice. If there is something that runs faster, if there is a noticeable performance issue or there is a bug with how, like, let's say that the same bug with Flatpak Steam is the same in Snap. If that is the case, I would actually want to use the app, the apt uh, package for Steam instead of either one. You know, that's, that's, that's where I'm coming from. I like to have, okay, if there's a problem with this, I need to find an image or a, an app image that doesn't have this problem. And there's limited options with Ubuntu now. Now you can't, you know, use flat packs by default. And Ubuntu, mainline Ubuntu does not have flat packs support. Uh, in there at all you have to go through the entire process where most distros you only have to enable the repositories then reboot your system which isn't hard and I could test that theory tonight if I wanted and I probably will as much as I don't want to I genuinely want to test the theory of do we have flat packs right now and again it's not uh, the flat pack release or the the mandate is not going to go into effect until April when their next interim releases, which would be twenty three oh four. And then they'll have another interim release, twenty three ten, and then they'll have their major release. Um but it, it's just one of those, I, I can't, I, I just, I can't use snaps anymore. Because, well, I couldn't use snaps to begin with, I just thought they were frustrating to use in terms of maintenance and actually getting the system to shut up about updates. Um, and it's not that I, you know, didn't update the snaps. I didn't know how for the longest time. I literally would go into the software center and update the snap images when I would when I figured it out 
and it would update to whatever version they would be on and then I'd still get the notification I'd check back into the the software store for Ubuntu and it would say there was no updates so I I don't know I can't use snap packages anymore um, like I, again I couldn't when I first started using Ubuntu then I went to Debian and I have a soft spot for Peppermint. That actually became my favorite distro. Um, it was really, it, and it really is one of my favorite distributions. Uh, wholeheartedly. I'm actually going to see. I'm going to, can I change my, can I change my wallpaper? Yes, yes I can. Ooh, I like that one. I like that Peppermint. Sorry, I just got, uh, I just got, uh, distracted. Um, but no, Ubuntu does things right, and if you want to try it, go ahead, you know. But this is where I'm like, I just, I can't. I fell in love with Debian, and I, I prefer Debian over Ubuntu. And yes, Ubuntu has a Debian base, which we've talked about. You know, Ubuntu used to be a really good starter distribution because it was something you ran right out of the box. And it, when I first started using it, I'm like, it reminds me of Windows minus the uh, GNOME desktop environment because it was ju it just was packed to the brim with applications. And man, but over time, like I think after a few weeks, I'm like, mm, I'm not a fan of this. And then Bob was like, well, let, let's try Peppermint. The good thing about Linux in general is you have tons of options. You really do. You have a Debian base, Ubuntu. Uh, you have Arch. You have Fedora and those different spins, find one that suits you. You know, and again, I don't really know what I can say about Ubuntu because I really don't use it. The only reason, and I'm just going to clarify this, I, I do use it, but I don't. I literally have it on my HP ZBook workstation because I wanted to partake in the six-month Linux challenge um, where I stuck to the distro for six months. And I am using Ubuntu Studio because I have tried literally all of the mainline popular Linux distributions. I've tried Fedora. I've tried Arch. I've tried uh, Debian. I've tried Ubuntu. I've tried... I think I've said Fedora. I, I can't remember. Um, but I have tried a lot of the mainline and popular distributions. Peppermint being my favorite. Because I, to this day, I have a soft spot for Peppermint. Um, it's running on most of my machines. Debian is actually running technically on all of my machines. If you want to get really technical about it. Because... 
again, going back to the point I made earlier, Ubuntu has a Debian code base. Um, it uses the same package manager for the most part until you get these snaps. Uh, they share apt, which using apt is not that bad. I'm actually going to make sure that I just remind myself I need to get my bash RC update uh, on this programming PC. So I'm going to run my update command really quick and we'll we'll see what happens here. Uh, no! Um, we're going to go sudo apt update and I always run the upgrade command hey we're doing it I kinda figured there would have okay zero upgraded zero newly installed and zero to remove and zero not upgraded so basically there's nothing to upgrade um, I couldn't remember if I had updated the system yet, um, and usually, like, when I install a distro, that's the first thing that I do, is run that, you know, update, upgrade command, whatever it might be, and that's kind of a piece of advice I'd give to anyone, so if you install something like Ubuntu, it would be, if you're gonna upgrade anything in the system, I would do both sudo apt update sudo apt upgrade sudo snap refresh because that is not only upgrading the debian packages that might be installed but also the snap packages for arch it is sudo pacman dash capital s y u for the full system upgrade and that i would recommend running if you want the most up-to-date bleeding edge system you would want to run that once every week if you want a more stable system once every two weeks as per Bob's recommendation um, but Raven you know going back to what Bob and I both recommended to her for a uh, starter distribution we both recommend mint um, I technically got my start on Mint, but that was because I had to use it for a college class, and we learned C++. You guys can check my C++ adventure, which will be starting up again, hopefully, very, very soon. Um, we used Terminal, we used, I think we used, like, Nano or Vim, or, we used basically a text editor to make C++ programs, and then we would have to uh, compile them, run them, and then compress them all in the terminal, which the last part seemed a bit excessive. But, you know, um, it was really an interesting time, because that was my first actual introduction to Linux, but when I started using it as a daily driver, that was when I started like exploring different distributions like Linux Mint uh, or like LMDE uh, Peppermint Spiral I think it went Ubuntu or like Mint Zubuntu Ubuntu 
peppermint arch. It was a bunch of things. It was interesting. Um, and again, that's when I got the soft spot for peppermint. Peppermint is lightweight in how much, like it's, it's a lightweight distribution and I'm actually going to open up, because I closed my terminal, I'm actually going to open up itch.top. And right now it's using about half of the memory, but you can really tone that down if you're going to remove the desktop environment, which is easy enough with uh, when using like awesome window manager. So and that's something I've recently gotten into is trying to use a window manager. Um, which I still need to configure. I'll probably do that tomorrow morning before I get started on any project work. But um, I think that'll be it for this episode. I know it wasn't a lot. It wasn't very content-based. But I will talk to you guys later. Bye.